0: On the Welcome in to the DNBR fantasy show on this special Thursday edition Presented by DraftKings, DraftKings Sportsbook. If you, like us, are a fantasy player, you might want to get in on that amazing app. Know your stuff. Player props. Lots of money to be won. Thank you for the... That's producer Guy, who not only produces the show, he brings the effects with his own GD mouth. And then oh, we GD have uh, my main man, Henry Chisholm. How are you doing, brother?
1: Um, I was doing great. <laughs> then guy tried to tell me what aioli is, and oh, now boy. I'm not so sure.
0: Uh, truly lit conversations off air on uh, yeah. She's trying to
1: learn you something, Hank.
0: All all sorts of things. Uh, well traveled guy and uh, young Henry, who is uh, just just a year removed from living in Montana. So um, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, life throws those weird things at you, huh, guys.
2: Yeah. I mean, if I need advice on bears, I'll come to you, Henry, but otherwise
1: mm, I got, if you do I see got a, a bear lot things though, to seriously teach you though. I know like if the technically, like if you see the poster, <laughs> they say like get into a little ball and like roll around or whatever, but what you should actually do is call me and I'll talk you through it.
0: Well, I, I hope to God you are still with us. Uh, <laughs> you probably have tuned in more for advice on players for the Chicago bears. Um, If I can make a a rough transition there. (laughs) And uh, because this show is, in fact, all about you, we're taking a couple questions. It is full on trade season. We've seen the shift. I mean, we've done the shift ourselves. It's less about waiver stuff. You know, it's a lot about figuring out your lineup still. But people uh, with injuries and everything, your lineup's almost decided at this point. It's all about trades. Uh, we've got Justin Michael reaching out for us. He's got trades um, asking for advice. I've got Ryan proposing every trade imaginable in his dynasty for OBJ. And uh, yeah, we, we've got some good ones in here and we're going to start for with a select couple that really stood out to me. And we start in the comment section in our post for the subscribers. This is TK Freeze, who says, What up, guys? I've been messaging Andre on Twitter. Thanks, Andre, for helping me out. I posted this trade to him and wanted to see how y'all felt. Chase Claypool and Austin Eckler. So it's, uh, you know, it's a toughie. For Jonathan Taylor and Marquise Brown. I'm actually really glad. I was going to bring this up anyways, TK freeze jump the gun and propose this because I really want to get your opinion on this Claypool and Eckler for Jonathan Taylor and Marquise Brown, but there's more context here. And this is where it gets, gets tricky. I know you guys really like Claypool, but with all the options on that offense, I'm not sure how good Claypool will be. I really need a running back with Eckler being out and now Kenyon Drake out as well. I think Taylor could be a top five running back. The remainder of the season, what do you guys think? Thanks, fantasy guys. Awesome question, awesome scenario. He also was telling me in the DMs, you know, he's three and four. He but he wants to battle to the very end, um, and he just he he needs that running back depth right now. Um, and so, is it worth giving up Claypool and Eckler? Who look, he's not coming by back anytime soon, but he it is nice to have, you know, come playoff time. Eckler could be available mm-hmm. for Jonathan Taylor and Marquis Brown.
2: That's well, tough. I mean, first you gotta make the playoffs, right?
0: Well, you sure do. You so
2: should. yeah, if you're three and four and you really you're struggling at running back, then I don't want to say your hand is forced here, but it kind of is. It is. And it looks like uh, – it, it looks from what I'm researching right now, he's not going to be out – or he's not going to be back until possibly week 12 or 13. Yeah, Eckler. Yeah. Yep. That's the very start of playoffs, so that means you still have another four-ish weeks, maybe five, until you get him back. At that point, you holding on to him for playoffs and not making the playoffs would be right. useless. So it kind of feels like you, you kind if you need to shake things up, then yeah, you kind of have to make that trade. I, I'm not a huge fan of Marquise Brown, but at the same time, I don't know. Jonathan Taylor, he has the volume. Yeah. I just haven't really seen him. When I you know. say top five, oh, like I I've, I've been predicting top five based on volume, and he hasn't, like week in and week out, he's not like. He's doing fine, but he's not he's, getting. Top he five
0: squeaks numbers. out those twelve to fifteen point games every week in PPRs. Right, it's, top it's five totally numbers. fine. It's not type five numbers, and from a real football perspective, he kind of underwhelms every time. But could he finally turn it around? i I'm. What I told him was, I don't love it, but honestly, I think it's a fair trade. So you're not even in a position to really counter. He was saying, not only does he have Eckler and Drake, he also has Phillip Lindsay. So he has three injured running backs right now. It's just brutal, man. That's fantasy in 2020 Claypool. Yeah, he probably, something. right. He picked up mid season. So he's probably still got good depth at wide receiver and can spare him. And look, a return of Marquise Brown. While Marquise Brown is one of those guys that we talk about each week as a feast or famine, boomer bust guy. At least he's something in return for Claypool. It's not nothing.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of crazy that we already got to Marquise Brown because I prepared exactly one stat that I was really excited about this week. Of every player in all of fantasy, quarterbacks, running backs, defenses, everybody, Marquise Brown is the only player at this point in the season to have exactly 69 points.
0: Ayo. Is a. that what you were getting? At?
1: Yeah, yeah. I was just kind of wondering today, like, oh how many God. are there? Could we turn into like a segment debating who's going to go for quality forward? content here? Well, it's Jeez, what happens please. when we don't do this, and I start prepping at like nine o'clock at night. That's where <laughs> things go. But I will say, like, I do think that offense, Marquise Brown has to get better, right? Like, this has to be a buy low situation. We've seen it before. We saw it last week. They're kind of think...
0: desperate if they're picking up Des, man. They're desperate.
1: Oh. Yeah, seriously. And I think that there's at least some upside there. And, you know, it's not like Chase Claypool's a sure thing either. He had a dud of a week this week. Like, like if you started him, you may have lost because of him this week. And as great as he did look mm. for that stretch... And I do expect to see a lot more good things out of him. Right. He's no guarantee either.
0: The odds he might are be definitely a little Feaster family too. It's true. Yeah.
1: The odds definitely decrease when you go from chase Claypool to Marquise Brown of things working out over the rest of the season, but it's not a sure thing. And I think that when you look at the running backs, it's easy to talk yourself into Jonathan Taylor. That is his backfield. They looked, he, he looked pretty good against the bangles until yeah. things kind of got ugly in that game and they had to stop running the ball. And so, I don't know. I'm willing to take Jonathan Taylor, watch him grow, cut your losses with Austin Eckler, and uh, see what happens.
0: You guys have kind of talked me into this. He is RB18 in full PPRs. Jonathan Taylor is averaging 14.9 points, which, shoot, you could do a lot worse. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are guys in front of him who are now, like, injured, obviously, on this list. The rest of his schedule, just for a the sake of it because maybe Jonathan Taylor from this discussion we're finding isn't the worst, like by low candidate as you're trying to get some sort of depth at running back there at Detroit, pretty nice matchup, Baltimore at Tennessee, sneaky, nice matchup, green Bay, Tennessee, again, Houston, nice. The Raiders, very nice matchup Houston again, and then Pittsburgh and Jacksonville. Um,
2: Jacksonville's gonna be in there somewhere too. Just playing that AFC South is
0: just totally a a nice boon right there, yeah. Yeah. And plus, Detroit sprinkled in there, and you've got the Raiders, one of the worst defenses. So, actually, you're not crazy for thinking now, top five, yeah, you're probably like that's that's fool's gold. Um, he's RB 18 with injuries, I think he could sneak up to like RB 14. I think those should be realistic expectations. RB five seems like a lot, but that schedule should have him trending up. So yeah, let's do it. TK freeze. Uh, we, we talked ourselves into it and not, not a bad idea trying to maybe flip Claypool right now um, and target someone like Jonathan Taylor, as far as the running backs go. That was an awesome question. Let's go to our discord again, subscribers to the DMVR.com um, have access to that. They're all in there chatting and Joker 13 asks, josh allen who's a fun discussion on that alone yeah and mike evans oh. for tom brady and will fuller ppr
1: oh that's a tough one
0: this that's is a bit really of a tough sophie's tough choice yeah
1: you really are selling low if you're making that move and and that's something that you kind of hate to do but at some point you do have to cut your losses with josh allen he looked really good for a stretch these last couple of weeks. He hasn't looked good, <sighs> that makes it really hard to sell right now. But the truth is, picking up a quarterback on the waiver wire and starting him, you're still probably able to replace a lot of that value unless Josh Allen just snaps back to what he was at the start of the season. Um, which again is very possible,
0: <sighs>
1: Mike Evans. I think there's a good chance he has a big week, so maybe you hold on one more week just because Godwin's out. AB's not there yet. Maybe you can pinch some pennies and try to get a little bit more, but it's probably not worth it. Will Fuller potentially changing teams. That honestly scares me. I I think that that would be a bad thing for him. Wait, there are trade rumors?
0: There are trade yeah. rumors, Packers yeah. in play. How does the Packers scare you? Uh, I, but but doesn't that intrigue you? They have no other wide receivers, Hank. Well, they have
1: Devontae Adams, who had thirteen catches for one hundred ninety-six yards. No, but,
0: I know, but they, as you always say, they have two actual re- receivers on the roster. Yeah,
1: but Will Fuller at wide receiver twelve right now. That is very good production. That's and I think crazy. that he actually is in a very good situation for himself personally, not in terms of like... Actually, just like fantasy-wise, obviously. But that to me is to where this option. trade
0: is, is I like really. Fuller more than Evans. Evans has been yeah, yeah. a dud, man. Yeah, Evans is no, done.
1: I totally agree I, with that.
2: Oh, well, yeah. I, I, have Evans, so. I have Evans having a really good week this week, and then after that, just yeah. being basically worthless because, I mean, I've been looking at Evans, uh, looking into Evans' stats. Um, when Godwin's on the field, he's averaging 1.5 catches for 12.7 yards per game in the four games he's played what? with Godwin. Yeah, Guys, so Godwin, Godwin, yikes. Be, yeah, Godwin being out this week means that he'll have a big week, but it's only going to be for one week. And then Godwin's back, and then Antonio Brown is on the field you should be off of Evans by that point. You should have absolutely nothing to do with him at that point. So,
0: yes. Now, that is a factor in play. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't want to sell right before Mike Evans has, like, his final big week of the season. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But at the same time, do you think you could do better? You know, you go through this weekend, do you think you could get a better trade offer than you just got?
0: yeah, Yeah, than Brady Fuller.
1: Absolutely. I think you could, yeah.
2: After Mike Evans has a good week,
1: yeah, but the, like you
0: no, have something trade set go down. up right
1: now, though. That's the tough part, where it's like yeah, but it's not really something. It's
2: just it's just a trade. I'm I'm not excited about this trade necessarily, and I think you could do better. There's no way you could get a worse offer than this, really. I mean, it's not like this is a horrible offer, but this is
1: like the floor.
0: Well, I mean, if Evans has a bad week with the Giants, then even this offers off the table.
1: Yeah, I guess. Tom Brady, quarterback six, that's good. But how much better is that than a waiver wire guy? You know, like like that's always the thing about quarterbacks, unless yeah, you're in like really streaming. big leagues.
0: Yeah, uh, the, the QB swap doesn't. No. I, I, I kind of think Josh Allen's coming back to normality, yeah. and he's going to be like a 20-point-a-game guy, but he's not going to be a 30-point-a-game.
2: Also, and- I think that the Bucks are like, because their defense is doing so well mm-hmm. down the stretch, they might start leaning more on them and asking Brady to do a little bit less to preserve his health and his stamina. So even though he's performing well right now, but getting closer to playoffs, even without like a decline in like skill, they might just start dialing back things on him. Pound in the rock. So you might be seeing less of a workload from
0: him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, both play up in the Northeast. So just remember like Boston and Buffalo, the, 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 oh no, Tampa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. whoa. <laughs> wow. What?
2: Wow. Yeah.
0: I mean, that does factor in. It, it does. To me, Brady's like a nice, you know, he's a nice streaming option. It, it, he's going to be what he's been so far this season. He's going to 14 points, 14 points, 18, 30. You know, once mm. in a while he has that game where he has three, four touchdowns and whatever but
1: how much does Antonio Brown coming change his value?
0: Uh, not barely really any. any. I
1: agree. Yeah. I agree.
0: Yeah. If it, I don't know, I'd buy into Will Fuller. I kind of like that side, but I'm also because Mike Evans should have a nice matchup. I guess I'm not antsy to pull the, to the trigger on that right this second. Um, But yeah, that's kind of how I in that.
2: Yeah, because the games without Godwin, he's he's good. Yeah. But games with Godwin, he is trash. So get your last one out of him. Get your Use that for a dub this week and then get whatever you can from him. But I think just make the most of what you have in him for that one more week.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then Yosef, uh, uh, not a question, but says he was able to trade away Mike Davis for Justin Jefferson. Just a reminder if there's someone in your league right. you can swindle like that, uh, Christian McCaffrey's coming back. So Mike Davis's role should be significantly diminished if you can get a startable player at any position like Yosef did here for Justin Jefferson. Please take advantage of that situation now while you still can.
2: Um, also if that league has any openings, let me know.
0: Oh boy, guy. Jeez. <laughs> um okay uh, that's the end of our that's the end of uh the the juicy trades for us tonight I'm gonna get into some of these position groups we're gonna go into our favorites and least favorites of the week and I'm happy to start with quarterbacks because I think we have some unconventional ones for once and uh I'm gonna start and uh yeah, I'm going to start. And by golly, I say Justin Herbert this week is a sit. I. What? Uh, yes. I mean. I, a guy is shook.
1: Yeah. I, I just. It's uh, a
0: sit, guys. Sorry. I was, I was talking I was not, about man. this
1: earlier with Dre. But really, like, we're at the point in the week where I haven't really talked myself back into the Broncos. You know, it's it's kind of turned into this thing where it's like, Saturday, Sunday, I'm really excited. And then something bad happens, and then it just takes the full week to get back. And right now saying sit somebody against the Broncos, it's tough for me to totally agree, especially when Justin Herbert has performed as well as he has performed. But, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. you look at the secondary, and you can like that. I don't know. I I wouldn't start him. I wouldn't sit him.
2: I'm just waiting because I know that Dre has – Patrick Mahomes stats from last week, locked and loaded in the chamber. I mean, so yeah, let's hear it. I know that's that's the way you frame this. We could go back two
0: weeks ago to Cam Newton as well. That's true. Everyone was going to say, you know, the, the Broncos have been a very good defense thus far They're They're getting pressure on the quarterback. People say, oh, the Chargers O-line is good. The Chargers O-line is garbage. Their offensive tackles are horrendous, and they are not really good at picking up the blitz. Herbert's been a good athlete and getting out the way. They also haven't had any tough opponents whatsoever. That's what I was looking for was a, uh, Herbert's opponents thus far. I also remind you, he's only won uh, one game so far in his career. I, I just okay, think, like, I see him as a top ten QB in all these rankings. He's not a top ten QB this week. That is not what? a favorable matchup.
2: Oh my god! All right,
0: are so you going to bet him this guy? When
2: they, when they yes, I am right now. When they played the Tampa Bay Bucks in Tampa Bay, he was twenty for twenty five, two hundred ninety yards, three touchdowns, one interception a rating of 137.9, 23 fantasy points. That's against the Bucks, who are, in my opinion, and I don't know if you disagree with this, but a top three defense in the NFL? Sure. So why, why should I fade him against the Broncos, who maybe, I don't know, if I'm being nice, I'd put them at, in the 12 to 10 range.
1: Mid-50s and sunny this weekend, too. It's not going yeah, to
2: be a freezing game. And he's got legs, so he picks you up fancy points with his legs, so even if the secondary isn't really showing him much, he can still make up for that on the ground.
0: This is a tougher defense than he has faced outside of Tampa Bay. And, uh, you know, they're not going to find those big plays. The Broncos have not been giving up lots of big plays. That's been their entire game so far. It's actually a good pass defense. He's going to get pressured more. And, uh, He's a, just what's, what's, he's a sit it, for me this week. he's a sit for me this week?
2: Over under 20 points.
0: No top 10 quarterback.
2: Oh, top 10? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that.
0: Yeah, this All week, right. top 10 quarterback.
2: Got it. I mean, um, it. that's
0: Let's why go. I would sit him. I don't think he's going to be a top 10 quarterback. Period.
2: But I think he will be. So
0: easy breezy. We shall right. see. In the books. I also like Carson Wentz this week. Um, I actually think Carson oh Wentz is somewhat underrated going into this Dallas week against the Cowboys. Everyone scores points, even Kyle Allen and the Washington football team got 24. It's basically automatic. If your quarterback's playing Dallas, you start him. I'm contemplating picking him up and just starting him right off the waiver wire in a couple of my uh, redraft leagues where he's available. Carson Wentz. Really like him this week. Really, really like him. Definitely going to outscore Justin Herbert. Mark that down.
1: (laughs) You know, I'm not quite as high on Carson Wentz. You know, if you're in a situation where you're looking for a quarterback, I think you could do a lot worse than betting against the Cowboys. Who I really like, though, in that game is Travis Fulgham. Um, Last week, 11 targets, 10 the week before that, 13 the week before that. He's producing fantasy wise keep starting him, especially this week. This should be a really big week.
2: Yes. Um, well, okay, this is this is low hanging fruit, Dre. Going up against the the Cowboys is like, like you said, Callahan scored 24 points against the Cowboys. I will say
0: But he's Carson available Wentz, in a lot of leagues. Mm-hmm.
2: I know. To Carson Wentz's credit against the Baltimore Ravens, who ostensibly I'd say they're a top ten defense, yeah. Sure. Twenty nine point eh. four points. Against the Giants, who really nothing to write home about, 27.75. So, I mean, he's performing better, but, like, I don't know. The eye test worries me, but at the same time, it's the Dallas Cowboys, man. And, like you said, my grandma, rest her soul, could be reanimated and still put up 25 against them. So,
0: hundred percent. She'd be running in touchdowns on our Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. I can just see the dances now.
0: It'd be really easy. All right, lay it on me, quarterbacks. Hank, pick it up. Come on. Um, I my trying start to do a show Justin here. Herbert. Let's go. <laughs> my,
2: my start was Justin Herbert, so
0: wow, what Hank. a trash take. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> We're, we'll we'll settle this with the bet next week. I Hank, what's your start? Uh, golf is a good one. We've kind of been riding that train for a while, but going up against the Dolphins, mm. I do like that. Um, I like uh, Kirk Cousins against the Packers. I think that there's potential for some big numbers there. Um, Interesting. That Packers defense hasn't been all as uh, nearly as impressive as I liked. Um, you know, Derek Carr has been putting up pretty decent numbers, and now he's going up against the Browns. And I think that there's a good chance that this is a yeah. big day for him, too. Yeah, Especially because yeah. it's like Henry Ruggs. If he's going to get loose against somebody, probably the Browns, you know, e- even though that offense has been one of the better offenses, that defense still just doesn't have me sold. Um, I think Derek Carr will be my big start at quarterback.
0: That's a, I mean, in general, Browns Raiders is a nice matchup for fantasy, like yeah. either sides of that equation. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about me too. Also low hanging fruit. I hate Drew Brees against Chicago this week. Like,
2: yeah. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. That's the, just, that's the team that you see on the schedule. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: got to fade it. That's yeah. frankly, as we said last week, or on the Tuesday episode, the only way in which the Chicago bears are fantasy relevant because you're not starting their quarterback. You're not starting their running back. You're not starting their wide receivers or their tight ends is that you need to watch out for them as an opponent against your quarterback. That's really where they're most fantasy relevant. Who stands out to you this week, guy, uh, good or bad?
2: Uh, Well, good, I mean, Justin Herbert for me. But Mm -hmm. uh, bad, Lamar Jackson, I think. um, Mm. Going up against Pittsburgh, I really see this Pittsburgh uh, team taking the uh, Ravens out to the woodshed in this one. They just look borderline unstoppable at this point, which is a surprise to me. And this is hot off of I mean, he just had a bye week, but the week prior to that at Philly, he had uh, nearly 40 points, so it looked like he was getting back to form. Um, Actually, maybe – no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at this one. In a league where it counts for rushing attempts. But anyway, it looks like he was getting back to form. I just don't think that this is the matchup where they do it, especially in Pittsburgh, against a team that has seen them a lot. You know, they play in the division, and Mike Tomlin's no dummy. And like I said, with no – um with no credible like receiving threats and no real run game either like there's three bullet points on their game plan defensively and that's stop lamar jackson stop lamar jackson stop lamar jackson so all they're gonna do just contain him and just make him beat them with his arm which with the weapons that he has i don't think he can do so
0: amazingly as a full-time starter lamar has only played the steelers once Ran it for 70 yards, just through for 161, through a pick, no touchdowns on the uh, ground. Did they sit him in, in the, the last air. week? Yep. Yep. That's huh. what must have happened, is they had the one seed locked up or still. Yeah. I, so I, Lamar I think Jackson's
1: I agree with this week. I think I agree with Guy here, but sitting Lamar Jackson really would scare me um, because I think there's something too in games like this. <clears throat> the very top level of guy is going to be asked to kind of put the team on his back. And the only way I think for the Ravens to have any shot in this game is for Lamar Jackson to run the ball a lot and pick up a couple big gains to, to hit a couple of guys open downfield. Like I think that this has to be a Lamar Jackson game for the Ravens to win. I'm just not so sure that I'd be willing to bet on that happening, especially when the numbers haven't really been there for him this season anyway.
0: I mean that's I'm an sorry. interesting because if you're a Lamar O. Lamar owner, not a Lamar Odom. If you're a Lamar owner, um, you you know you drafted him in the top two rounds, so you're probably looking at waiver wire or you know lower level guys as your alternatives. And there is you know the old fantasy adage of you kind of you 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 ride the horses that got you there. And if you're a Lamar owner, Lamar's one of those guys where. Shoot, you drafted him this high, you kind of got to ride him out. You didn't draft him 15th overall to like bench him twice a week, twice a year when he plays the Steelers. So, where's the cut? Who would be interested? Like, whence would you start whence over Lamar Jackson or Herbert for that matter? Yes,
2: and this is to your point though, when you're talking about ride the guys that got you there to a certain extent. Yeah, I don't know if this guy has really quote unquote gotten you there. You drafted him, but he's had two or three weeks here where he's under 18 points, which is that's below average. That's, that's not QB one numbers. And at a certain point, it's just a sunk cost fallacy. Yes. You drafted him at the two, but we're now in week eight and where you drafted a guy pretty much doesn't matter at this point. We have enough of a sample size to go off of. And if they're not producing at this point, then you need to just face the reality of what that is, take away the name value and understand whether or not they have a good matchup this week and whether or not it's going to benefit you to just keep throwing money down that well.
0: And that's why we warn against drafting quarterbacks. Though in fairness, we did suggest plenty of running backs and wide receivers who have inevitably been injured in this insane season. Yeah, Georgia I mean. Suck. Even Brady against the Giants, you might want to start ahead of him. Burrow against Tennessee, Tannehill against Cincinnati. Uh, Carr, Jimmy G, I like this week. Seattle, I keep saying it. They're actually a great defense to start. All your dudes playing against them, you know, they're still kind of a narrative. People thinking they're a good defense, they're a terrible defense. Let so me Jimmy ask you a question. G, I think might be a nice start. Mm, and
2: this is a dilemma I'm currently facing. is cam newton droppable
0: uh yes Uh, (laughs) well i i thought we covered this on the tuesday show
2: because jimmy garoppolo got pulled two weeks ago and it looked like that was just
0: a cam newton
2: No, i'm saying this i'm talking about jimmy garoppolo uh what at this point it's three weeks ago he got benched and then he came back and he's been like a house on fire since then Cam Newton got benched last week, but this is its not necessarily the end of his career here. He still has a rushing floor. He hasn't looked great, but I think with that rushing floor and everything else, you still have potential for production. Do you think he's just straight-up dropable at this point?
0: I think he's worse than the better. I mean, it depends on your league and what the waiver wire situation is at quarterback, but I'd venture to say in most conventional leagues... He's um. It, there are better options on the waiver wire than Cam Newton this week and just Jimmy every week. Yeah, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, Jimmy. Philip Rivers. Yeah, against Detroit. I mean, yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. I don't love it, yeah. but yeah, yeah. It's not a bad yeah. start. Yeah, I missed and, out on
2: Carson Wentz, so here I
0: am. Newton against Buffalo ain't great yeah jimmy g i i kind of like that um i'm gonna move on to running yeah, buffalo back just
2: struggled against the jets anyway go on
0: well but held them to 10 points defensively and see buffalo again defensively they haven't been super duper either but they're good enough you know and it's not even about them it's about cam newton just sucking in my opinion um which maybe could be an argument against my Broncos defense pick to Justin Herbert. <laughs> we will find out on Sunday running backs. Uh, who do we like Hankster? Start us off.
1: Hmm. Um, let's see. I mean, it, it's easy to go with all the big names. I keep well, sure. riding Kareem hunt. I think Josh Ugh. Jacobs on the other side of that matchup, Derek Henry.
0: Yeah. Um, That's a great matchup. Great matchup. We'll keep saying it until the end.
1: Yeah. Um, Clyde Edwards-Helaire. I think that maybe some people might have some doubt just because of on Bell's presence, and mm-hmm. even though it's the Jets, and that should be a big day for Clyde Edwards-Helaire, who has what I think the second most yards from scrimmage of any running back in the NFL right now. It, just keep riding him. Oh, just keep
0: riding. Sure. Yeah. Him. I mean, um, is it a sneaky Lev Bell week though? Because they'll blow him out. The spread is at almost three touchdowns that, you know, bell gets a a few extra carries. This is the perfect game to kind of get him a little more in rhythm and familiarized with the offense. Plus it's a revenge game and he kind of gets gifted a touchdown. You don't see that happening. It's gifted a touchdown. Next thing you know, he's got 15 points in PPRs. The tough part is that I'm just,
1: I don't know if you're desperate, if you're desperate, then yes. If you need somebody to fill a spot then go right ahead. You're obviously desperate. Uh, I just I think that if you have him, there's an eighty percent chance you have somebody. he's
2: desperate.
0: Yeah, you heard I mean, it
1: here first. Uh, he is. He's outside of. He'll be behind running back twenty five.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, starting Lev Bell is uh is the equivalent of showing showing a girl at the bar. Um. Photos of your family, maybe that level of desperation. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty desperate. You know, it's it is very. Desperate. I don't know. I was, was gonna say,
2: um, photos of you playing football in high school, still clinging to the past. Hmm.
0: How about a fully edited video of yourself on the tailgate playing basketball?
1: My <laughs> turnaround? Are you talking about my turnaround? Uh, i'll I'll show girls my turnaround oh
0: my god that's amazing! i think they're
1: gonna show you their turnaround (laughs) whoa i don't totally understand but i think that's the goal
0: in a desperate attempt (laughs) to not get this back on the rails but to change subjects (laughs) entirely i am gonna shout out our sponsor, <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. You know what? I think before I touch on this can't-miss offer, I'm gonna sneak in see what the props are for Justin Herbert. I might take Justin Herbert to throw an interception. I might take mm. Justin Herbert under whatever his passing yards is, uh, just to to spice up the bet you and I already have, Guy. Please, what do you think dude. of that? We can do that on the Please world-class app. <laughs> That's right. Double and triple down at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. This week, beyond doing that, if you're a new user, you can pick either Penn State or Ohio State. You bet $1 on one of them and cash a $100 if they win. That's $1 to win a 100 when you use promo code DNVR during sign-up for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older. Colorado only bonus comprised first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply to draftkingscom sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. All right, um, that worked. That worked. Back to running backs, not the nonsense you guys were all speaking of, um, just a second ago. But, Guy, you, you didn't really express yourself on Lev Bell. Lev Bell, sneaky start or uh, too early?
2: No, I don't think so. I think you're being too sneaky. Too clever by half, as I say.
0: I'll beat you to it, Guy. This week, don't like DeAndre Swift. That Colts mm. defense, very good against the run. Stay away wow, from dude. Swift and do it swiftly. So you really very-
2: backdoored me on that one
0: preemptive yes yes yeah i pulled uh i like to call that pulling an eight mile using what you the weapons you will use <laughs> against me preemptively um against you is it a miles gaskin week though guy you you as Do a I really have to answer this question there, is it yeah. always a gaskin week even against the rams? i don't see
2: i yeah uh, the rams are not impenetrable I mean, the Bears just have a bad offense. I'm I mean, not gonna... no one
0: is no one is impenetrable.
2: Yeah, that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take too much away from that last game against the uh, the Bears, um, but I think that yes, they can be run on.
0: Huh? Uh, two in general. This whole Dolphins week really scares me. I'm gonna be very reluctant. Sneaky start, much like Carson Wentz, Boston Scott this week. Hate to say it, guys. Hate to say it boston scott and yeah. hank's already on the travis fulgham train um boy now i'm becoming concerned and uh lots of injuries to sort through with these running backs i mean seriously you got to turn tune into the tailgate on sunday morning because we got to see like because is chris carson gonna be out because then it's um it's Car- so, yeah. is, is carlos hyde gonna be in
2: nope i think he's injured too
0: so what do we do with it? Because that's a decent matchup. And, you know, in San Francisco, it might seriously be Jamichael Hasty time. Yeah. Um, honestly,
1: not a bad start. Not a bad start at all. I mean, who else are we going to give the ball to? Jarek
0: McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon's the other
1: Meh. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll throw Daryl Henderson out there. You know, this isn't my favorite yeah, Darryl start. Daryl
0: Henderson guy.
1: Just because the way that defense or that offense Works and all the different running backs that get in there, but it does seem like he's kind of started to pull away with that job at least as much as he can um and because everybody's desperate, it might be time to say like this is a week to do it,
0: yeah, everyone's big desperate this week um okay, that's uh yeah, I mean there we'll uncover more of these. Anything to say, you know, and again, Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones, we got to see how that plays out. we got to see how Phil's doing. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of these injuries we need to sort out. So uh, the, the Thursday night matchup, even Gio that should one. should be a safe
2: play this week, though. Who's that? Sorry? Gio Bernard should be a safe play this week. I think uh, mixing with the Bengals having their bye in week nine, I don't think that they're going to rush him back this week. Um, they'll let him rest for this and the bye and then bring him back completely fresh after that. So choose as they play for me this week.
0: That's a decent matchup right there. The, again, Tennessee yeah. does not scare me defensively. So I'm going to move on to wide receivers, fellas. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a fun one to figure out which of these Seattle wide receivers is going to break out this week.
1: I'd say start both of
0: them, though. Well, sure, sure, sure.
1: sure. Yeah. Yeah, since when are you not starting
0: Baltimore? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I'm, I hope Crowder's healthy because <clears throat> I I missed I missed him, I miss Crowder. It was sad having him out. Alan Robinson, another guy we're dealing with injuries, trying to figure out. um But I think you know, as Hank said, Folgum's gonna have a nice week. Really like that one. I think maybe Justin Jefferson's sneaky week.
2: Yeah, Jamison yeah. Crowder's not practicing apparently, so I wouldn't hold out
1: hope on that one.
0: Oh, and Henry, off air, you told me a 49ers wide receiver you loved. This oh, week. I
1: do like Brandon Ayuk this week. Just seems like that kind of game, you know. I don't know who else is going to be out there at receiver because yeah, Debo Samuel's
2: re-injured. So yeah, yeah, Brandon
1: Ayuk. And and yeah. it's the Seahawks defense, and so you got to feel good about it. I would. Think. He's
0: he's pulling the old switcheroo guy. He had him on his sits one week. Now he's putting him on his starts. You know he's making up for his previous mistakes he's, he's atoning a mistake. for his errors
2: atoning yeah yeah something like that <laughs> yeah coming exactly. to a senses is how i would phrase yeah. that
0: well and as you mentioned already mike evans if this if there was ever a week oh, yeah. for mike evans this, this, is, this is, is a the big week.
2: start for me and this is the last start you're going to get from him so i would cherish it and trade him immediately
0: all right i'm I want to spice it up and we're all going to take on three bets right here. Okay. First bet is Seahawks wide receiver with the most fantasy points. Lockett or DK.
1: DK. Lock it.
0: <laughs> I'll say lock it only because guy picked DK and that's kind of our thing. Um, <laughs> Uh, another team we have bets on and this is for the Thursday nighter. Julio Jones or Calvin Ridley most fantasy points in that game for the Atlanta Falcons.
2: Calvin Ridley. Until further notice, I don't see any reason to bet against him at this point.
0: Julio's been coming along though. Yeah. Coming along.
2: Sure, but Calvin Ridley has been like
0: borderline unstoppable. He's been insane. Yeah. Jeez, I think it's, I think it's Ridley. To Ridley. well, shoot. I'll go, I'll go Julio to mix it up. Okay. And finally the Bengals. We seem to always have fun with the Bengals wide receivers. Who's going to lead them in receiving yards. We go for the easy Tyler Boyd. Is it a T Higgins week? Or could this be an AJ green week? What do you think? I'm
2: going to let you go first, that I can take the opposite of whatever you take this time. No, I'll I'm going to say, oh, I was going to say Higgins. This is perfect, dude.
1: I'm going to say Higgins. Let's
0: go. Beautiful. I'm going Boyd. All right. All right. Love it. Um, but right. I do Any think other... this will
1: be a good week for him. I like the Bengals receivers this week.
0: Yes. Yep. Yeah. Again, that's that's another matchup that's kind of got me intrigued here. Um, you know, a tight end. There there are the classics. Must start. Kittle, Kelsey, Waller this week. Um I'm sure Guy will tell you this isn't a Mark Andrews week uh, just because that's that's your brand, Guy. Have you ever and... heard
2: of Minka Fats Patrick? And also, what has Mark Andrews been doing lately? Come on. This isn't a brand. This is just talking sense.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. Um, I mean, that should we, we should print that on T-shirts, frankly. This isn't a brand. It's just talking sense. I'm seeing Gronkowski on some lists as a top five star at tight end. Is that where we're at against the Giants? No, it's not where I'm at. Seems insane. I even mean, Jimmy Graham getting a lot of love. Even Ebron. Like I don't know. Now, I will put Jonu in maybe, thank you. maybe oh, that elite group. You beat right?
2: me to it, man. Oh, you beat me to it. I was going to come out of left field. Damn it. Jonu Smith. Yes, sir.
0: I mean, Shout after the, the big three, the right? Big yep. After the big three, he's he's like the next dude.
2: He's my boy. It's, and as, as I, I like to that.
0: say, it's John who's world. We're just living in it. Yes, sir. Oh, man. And after that,
2: um,
0: is Dude, it a do Gasecki we know if Zach week? Ertz
1: is back? If, if no, no, is I think Zach. it's a
0: Richard Rogers week. Henry. Up against Dallas? John.
1: That's tempting.
0: Richard Rogers?
1: Yeah. Honestly, I, if Ertz comes back, I agree then I get less interested in Philadelphia tight ends because I do wonder if it becomes a shared role. Whereas if it's Richard Rogers alone, there's more value.
0: Right. Um, the, the Browns Browns tight ends against, uh, Cleveland would be intriguing too, but I need to know what's going on with Austin Hooper because then Harrison Bryant might be a sneaky little pickup. Um, and, you know, Trey Burton started to come along with the Colts in this Detroit matchup. He might be a sneaky little start as well.
1: Yeah. Hunter Henry? Broncos struggle against tight ends? How dare you? I mean, I'm just... Uh, that's just where my brain's at. Bad things with the Broncos right now. All, by the tailgate, I will be good and peppy and ready to go.
0: Well, maybe that... I don't know. I'm not sold on Hunter Henry, but...
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, I'm not sold on the market of defense. So. Yeah,
0: apparently I'm not <laughs> sold on a lot of things. Um, and I guess Irv Smith Jr., another not terrible low-end start in a pickle this week for you um, against the Packers.
1: Oh, here's an interesting one. Um, Tyler Higby is questionable. In the same way I like Richard Rodgers, I do also, oh, Gerald Everett's also questionable, I just Mm. realized. So if one of those two plays and the other doesn't, that one is going to go off, I think, Um, so keep that in mind.
0: Before that Monday night game, um, Ryan, who, like most of us, has Adam Schefter tweet notifications turned on, got a notification that Higby was out, immediately jumped on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and uh, put, took the over for receiving yards from Gerald Everett. Hit easy breezy. Yep. Easy breezy. Dude, but that's um, the
1: problem with that offense at every level. Um, I mean, the reason why they're winning so many games is because they have good players, but you have two good tight ends who deserve touches. You have a couple of running backs that you have to rotate in. You have like even some depth at receiver. So those weeks where one of them's hurt is what you really have to take advantage of.
0: Any nice streamable? I agree. Any nice streamable defensive options here, fellas? I mean, I mean, you you might as well say it since you guys have been drinking your haterade. Just uh, top it off, top me off with a an extra Chargers. drop of that har- haterade. Yes, the Chargers are a nice start this week. Uh, <laughs> anyone can admit that, frankly. Uh, I might be a believer in the Broncos. Uh, defense a, a little less so on the offense. Uh, admittedly, I like should what we noted got. that we
2: are all Broncos fans. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, are we? T- we're talking about just streaming, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you can throw out any obvious ones. We're uh, we're at the tail end of this one, but um, but yeah, any streaming options that really jump out to you this week?
1: Eagles against the Cowboys.
0: Ah, I think excellent.
1: That- might be some decent value. Yes. Um, depending on how you feel about the Patriots at this point, the Bills might be available. Um,
0: Pats or Bills might be available.
1: Honestly, yeah. Both
0: might be nice.
2: Yeah, I'm looking right now. Patriots are owned in 85% of leagues, so wow. there's a chance.
0: Um, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Um, the Bears, who are owned in all leagues, I see them ranked very low in this matchup against the against Saints. New Orleans, yeah, I don't that know seems why that like is. a mistake. I would still like them as a top five defense, no matter what. I also like yeah. the Colts, no matter what. I see them ranked kind of low. Um, here, I you will see be them
2: like low. Yeah,
0: yeah, no. I do on uh, these weekly projections that I'm. Yeah, seeing. this
2: isn't the best week for defense streaming, but.
0: It hasn't been a great week for defenses again a great example of why you shouldn't draft defenses high um Ever. or you know higher than needed which is yeah, the bucks are the number the one right, right now. now yeah
2: chiefs three colts four yeah the steelers who were going number one are down there tied at five
0: yeah and steelers have some tough matchups that's a that's a tough schedule and playing the Ravens and Browns those those are good offenses even the Bengals now then you're not getting any free points there whatsoever yeah you're right it's not a great week for defenses it's just not the yeah. problem is all Rams, the good ones man. are
1: playing the bad yeah. teams you get the Bucks yes. against the Giants you got like the Chiefs are up Chiefs there against, against the Jets, Chiefs, Jets. Jesus, yeah. Lord, you know. yeah. it's gonna
2: be yep. a smackdown Rams yeah, against that.
0: Miami you know
2: uh, dude, the the Miami
0: Dolphins are with Tua. They you know, have put up weapons. 40%. Oh, that's
2: right. I forgot it's Tua. Sorry, never mind. Yeah, I, I retract my statement.
0: Yeah, ga- oh. everyone's everyone scares me on Miami this week. Yeah. Everyone, every single one. Don't know what to expect. Love Tua though. Love Tua. I know, and that's don't why it's almost
1: like a sneaky buy stock week, but just yeah. don't start it.
0: I've been asked for uh, you know people people looking for backup QBs what to do, the Daniel Jones, you know, deep leagues, the oh. Daniel Jones, the Drew Locks, the two was, ones. Two is the most appealing. Two is the most appealing for for, for the people out there. It's just yeah. how it is.
1: I mean, it's crazy to think, but he was the lock to be the number one pick before everything went down that last year. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. he was supposed to be very obviously there. Then he gets hurt, and Joe Burrow does what Joe Burrow did, then he slips. Meanwhile, we're seeing what's happening with Justin Herbert, and there's no reason that Tua can't do that. I mean, maybe you don't like the weapons quite as much, but just in terms of pure performance, Tua is capable of more than Justin Herbert was, based on their perspective, what we thought of them um, before we saw Justin Herbert. It's a
0: playmaker. He can zing it deep. He's athletic, good, moving in and outside the pocket. Uh, no, there's a lot to be excited about with Tua, but in a wacky season like this, not having seen him beyond that one series, yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm in full-on wait and see mode there. So. Me too. Well, fellas, I think that's gonna do it. Um, enjoy Thursday night football. Uh, send us your questions for the tailgate. Tune in Sunday morning at 9:30. We usually get to the Fantasy stuff by like 945, 950. So tune in, ask us your questions. Check out our start sits when we have Check more clarity. How drunk
2: Hank gets
1: off of what three shots? Exactly.
0: Um, Did I? Yeah, lose lots any of bets?
1: good stuff. Hopefully, I don't have to take as many shots this week.
0: <sighs> Fingers crossed, brother.
2: Yeah, just, know. you know, get those thumbs ready for Tinder, man. That's the big thing.
0: That yeah. is. It's true. I got a response. And on that note, uh, we bid you adieu. Thanks for tuning in. Best of luck this week with your fantasy teams, fam. We'll talk soon. Peace.